The Cleveland Metro Parks leaders have a grand vision for transforming part of the Cleveland lakefront, one that seems doable. Ohio lawmakers and Governor Mike DeWine plan a host of police reforms, and coronavirus vaccine demand is dropping so quickly that Summit County is cutting back on a mass vaccination clinic. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, April 22nd. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Cleveland Metro Parks leaders have a visionary plan to profoundly change lakefront access in Cleveland by transforming the city's east side lakeshore into tranquil coves and wetlands sheltered by a new island connected by a bridge and trails. The proposal would use Cuyahoga River sediment to create 80 acres of parkland between the East 55th Street Marina and Gordon Park over 15 to 25 years. It would thicken the section of shoreline where Interstate 90 curves so close that it is routinely hit by large waves. It would also solve a problem about where to put all the sludge that the Army Corps of Engineers dredges from the river channel to keep it open to navigation. Ohio lawmakers plan a police reform bill that would create a police licensing board, increase officer training requirements, require independent investigations when police shoot people, and set up state use of force and disciplinary action databases. Governor Mike DeWine's announcement about the yet-to-be-introduced legislation, which is being drawn up by two House Republicans with backgrounds in law enforcement, came a day after Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty of murdering George Floyd and a Columbus police officer fatally shot a teenage girl. In addition, the state's two-year budget plan, as currently written, would provide $10 million for local law enforcement agencies to buy body cameras, as well as $1 million for local agencies to recruit more women and minorities as officers. DeWine laid out some additional reforms his administration is undertaking as well, including soon requiring all Ohio State Highway Patrol troopers to wear body cameras, banning state-level law enforcement officers from using chokeholds, and setting new, but voluntary, standards for how police should respond to mass protests. A month after Northeast Ohioans were scrambling to find coronavirus vaccine appointments, demand has dropped so low that vaccination clinics are being canceled. Summit County Public Health announced Wednesday it is scaling back COVID-19 vaccination clinics at the Summit County Fairgrounds from three or four per week to once a week beginning Tuesday because of decreased demand. A department spokeswoman told Cleveland.com it has cut back to one once a week to instead focus on vaccinating groups, including schools, businesses, and churches. The clinic at the fairgrounds began on April 3rd and was tentatively scheduled to run three to four days a week through the month of May. As use of the Johnson & Johnson coronavirus vaccine continues to be on pause, the state has decided that Pfizer vaccines will be administered in the final weeks of the mass vaccination clinic at the Wolstein Center in downtown Cleveland. Because the Pfizer vaccines involve two shots three weeks apart, the change likely means the widely applauded clinic will be open for 12 weeks, four more than the originally planned eight, so that people who get the shots beyond the 
those initial six weeks can still get the second shots. Governor Mike DeWine said Wednesday he expects to have specifics soon as the state is lining up volunteers and logistics. The original plan was to use the Pfizer vaccine for the first six weeks of the Wolstein Clinic and the single-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine in the final two. With the Johnson & Johnson vaccine out of use temporarily because of a blood clot problem, the state will continue to use Pfizer. The Ohio Senate has approved a bill that would require November ballots to list party affiliations for state Supreme Court candidates, a move that could reverse Democrats' recent string of victories for seats on the court. Senate Bill 80 also would move state Supreme Court races higher up on the ballot to be with the other statewide candidates instead of near the bottom where they currently appear. Ohio has an unusual system in which candidates run in partisan primary elections and then appear without party affiliations on the general election ballots. Chief Justice Maureen O'Connor has argued the state should go in the opposite direction, making judicial races completely nonpartisan because judges make decisions based on the law and court precedents, not party affiliation or political leanings. Thanks for listening to the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.